Hello, and welcome to Have You Heard, a Listening Project. On this podcast, we're going to share tips, stories, and practical advice to help people with hearing loss stay connected. If you or a loved one has a hearing loss or suspect that you have hearing loss, or if you know anyone with hearing loss, this podcast is for you. Today, we're going to share with you some thoughts from those who we know who struggle with hearing loss, things that they wish that they knew before, and things that they wish that others knew. We're pleased to have you join us today, and I'm Allie. I'm one of your hosts, and today I'm also joined by Betsy. Hi, Betsy. Hi, Allie. It's great to be here with you. Always great to be with you. We both work together at OEI as hearing health advocates. So, things I wish I knew about hearing loss before I discovered my own. It's not surprising that we come into contact with people who have hearing loss almost every day. According to the NIH, which is the National Institute on Deafness and Other Communication Disorders, one in eight people over the age of 12 have hearing loss in both ears. Can you believe that? Yeah. No. Uh, No, I know. (laughs) Betsy and I, of course, we come into contact with so many people who have hearing loss due to our business. We talked with some of them recently just to get their take. A client of mine, Betsy, said that they wish they knew sooner that there was a correlation between hearing loss and dementia and Alzheimer's. Ah. Had they known, they would have probably gotten hearing aids sooner. Well, we've discussed this in previous episodes about how hearing loss can affect the brain. So it makes sense. But I imagine it's rather shocking to hear that for the first time. Right. Makes me grateful that I've addressed my own hearing loss and gotten hearing aids. Yay for me. It's important to be proactive. It really is. And now a lot of people are unaware of this correlation between dementia and hearing loss. And that's really because it's a relatively new finding. So John Hopkins and the National Institute on Aging released the results from their study in 2011. And that's really when we all learned about the connection. So, you know, it wasn't that long ago. The results show that straining to hear really taxes the brain. And on top of that, hearing loss causes social isolation, as we know, which is a known risk factor for dementia and other cognitive disorders. So fast forward to someone who learns about this after struggling to hear for years, someone who may have put off getting hearing aids. And as you can imagine, it's disconcerting. Yeah. So that's why it's so important for us to spread the knowledge. Right. That reminds me, I recently read in Consumer Reports on Health, my favorite magazine, something (laughs) something I wish I knew before. And that is that what we eat has a huge effect on our brain and our ability to hear better. Mm -hmm. Allie, you addressed this a lot in a a previous podcast, so feel free to chime in about your Mediterranean diet and all that. (laughs) But but I, I thought of you when I read this. Yes, it's yeah. Well, thank you. It's mm-hmm. it's so true. The Mediterranean diet is something that's supposed to be very beneficial for our brain health. And I mean, I always try to eat healthy, but did you know that there's actually certain foods that are really, really good for your ear health? Yes, that's right. Director, <laughs> I know I, I learned this too. Recent, it's important. Recently, <laughs> I didn't know before. The director of the Conservation of Hearing Study in Boston said, and I quote, higher intakes of fruits and vegetables and lower intakes of sodium and saturated fat, that Mediterranean diet we were talking about, yeah. all contain plenty of beta carotene, folate, and omega-3 fatty acids, which seems to be particularly hearing protective. And they mm. said that these, yeah, these eating plans may help 
get this, in part by promoting blood flow to the inner ear's cochlea, so whose tiny hair cells transmit messages that the brain interprets as sound. Wow. Isn't that great? I didn't know it's that. It's so cool. I, so, yeah, it's so cool. I didn't know. And that may help protect against age-related declines in cochlear function, too. Well, it makes me want to run right out to the market and stock up on kale and spinach. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have to be kale and spinach? Can it be something else? <laughs> no, hmm. there's other things you can get to. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, okay. I'll say one thing I just learned. Another thing I just learned. There's a lot of new things. Mag- <laughs> magnesium is another vitamin that's really good for your ears. I didn't know that. Now I'm taking more <laughs> magnesium. And did you know that dark chocolate contains a lot of that? Yippee! Yippee. It doesn't have to be only green leafy vegetables. Oh, cashews, pumpkin seeds. Those are good too. I love pumpkin seeds. I'm someone that always roasts my pumpkin seeds after Halloween if we have pumpkins. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So what else do we wish that we knew? Let's see. So listening to loud music, whether it's in your headphones or at a live concert, can lead to noise-induced hearing loss. So I guess having my stereo speakers rock the house or car was not such a good idea when I was younger, which I definitely did. Next time I go to hear live music, I won't stand up in the front next to the speaker, and I definitely will wear ear protection. In fact, I look at a lot of people around me when they're driving their cars these days, and I really notice that people that have their sound up so loud, and I think to myself, you are going to regret that. Yep. Um, but speaking of loud, did you know that the louder the people speak, the more distorted the message becomes? Yes. I didn't know that. I knew that. I didn't know that. I experienced okay, so, that. Yeah. Right. Okay. There you go. Well, so so many times that I have heard people complain about it, but I didn't really understand it. So it's not about shouting to be heard. It's about communicating, making eye contact, and enunciating. Okay. Can we just say that like 10 times to everybody? Yes, I'll say it one more time. So it's about communicating. Yeah. yeah making eye contact and enunciating. Yes, that is so absolutely true. And actually, I think another thing is uh, that people think is good is hiding your hearing loss. It's something mm. people think they take care of themselves, but actually it's it's not helpful. So right. let's say you think that the only way to stay connected, you just smile and nod, having no idea what's being said, and ultimately leading to missed out conversations with friends and family and, and feeling left out in a group conversation. It's true, though. You you, you are indeed feeling left out. You, right. you do feel unheard and under underexpressed or unexpressed. And in a way, tell you the truth, it's kind of it's kind of abandoning yourself. Because trying to hide your hearing loss does not work, especially when trying to understand important information from a doctor or when calling a customer service. And oh, by the way, sometimes people's accents make it even harder to understand as well. So once again, don't be afraid to ask for clarification. You're not alone, especially on the phone, which I think we should talk about later. Yes, that's so good, Betsy. Mm -hmm. I know. And... For those of you and us with kids, as a parent, conversations with your children are so important. So pretending to hear what your children are telling you when you actually can't understand them doesn't work. And I I have done that. I do that. Your children know that you can't hear them and will call <laughs> you out on it, which they do and they have, yeah. uh, which is actually a very loving thing to do if you think about it. It really is. Actually, I I love that. (laughs) So Allie, now that I'm personally 
living with hearing loss, I never thought I would experience so many emotions from having it. It's kind of embarrassing knowing that while people are speaking often, even though I have hearing aids, sometimes I, I only hear their mumbled voices and have no idea what they're saying or can't, you know, very, very little of what they're saying. And I sometimes I feel angry when I feel someone gives me an eye roll when I ask them to repeat themselves. Really? The, ang- <laughs> the anxiety that comes from hearing loss. I, I worry about a lot of things. Yeah. But what if I don't hear something important? What if I misunderstand someone and embarrass myself? Mm. The dreaded eye roll. I know yeah. it all too well. It really is so disrespectful and so hurtful. So I'm sorry, Betsy. Okay, well, now we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll return to discuss those things that we wish others knew. So mom finally decided to sell the house and move into that cute condo near her sister. I'm happy for her, and there's so much to do. The problem is she can't hear me when I call. Even with her hearing aids, trying to talk about details over the phone is impossible. I'm constantly repeating myself, and half the time, I don't really think she gets what I said. Fortunately, we learned about the CapTel caption telephone. It works just like captions on TV. If she can't hear what I say, she can read the captions. Our local CapTel outreach person took care of everything. She helped set up the phone, explained about the free captioning service, and made sure that mom was comfortable reading the captions. Now mom has the confidence to handle details over the phone by herself, knowing she'll catch every word. If someone you care about has difficulty hearing over the phone, Find out how a CapTel caption telephone can help. Visit oeius.org for details. And we're back. Okay, so getting back to what we wish other people knew, those without hearing loss. Now, I mentioned that terrible feeling I get when someone is annoyed that I've asked them to repeat themselves. That's really unfair. People who hear really have no idea what a struggle it is when you have hearing loss. That's true. Uh, So we do need to educate people and stand up for ourselves. Ask them to speak clearly and to face us while speaking. We mentioned that. Don't cover your mouth when speaking. And please don't speak with a mouthful. It's really hard to understand when you're (laughs) chewing. There's a few people I know personally that do that. I won't mention names. So, so So many people have a habit of doing that. And and we established that louder isn't better. Other shouting at people with hearing loss doesn't really help, like we said before. Right. Once you explain to people about your hearing loss, hopefully they will be more cognizant of how they're speaking to you and maybe even change their ways. And also, it's surprising how many insensitive things people say. Right. I hate to say yeah. it, but it's true. And this happens more than you think. Constantly being told that you don't look like you have hearing loss or too young to have hearing loss. Oh, I hate that one. <laughs> the stereotype of hearing loss is someone over 65. As we know, hearing loss is an, an invisible disability and does not discriminate between young and old. It varies. So what? That comment feels so dismissive. Yes, like you you must be fooling yourself or something. What's wrong with you? It's, it's, it's not a compliment. No, it's definitely not. Hearing loss is a disability that you have to normalize in your everyday routine. It's not a fault and it's not a shame based in any way. You simply have to accept that you're part of a group who has a disability and you are taking care of that as best as you can. And it's actually a large group. It's estimated that over 48 million Americans have hearing loss. Did you know that? No. 
So you're not alone. Here's one way to normalize your hearing loss. Hearing aids are not like glasses. Having them doesn't eliminate your hearing loss, but hearing aids are like glasses or especially like contacts in that sometimes you have to try different ones to find the best fit. That's so true, Allie. I, I get it. I, I have my hearing aids remolded once or twice, so it helps. It makes it better. Even with hearing aids, though, I'm finding myself still challenged and ask people to repeat themselves frequently. Sometimes, like, for example, food orders or row number or telephone right. telephone numbers I have to yes. say back to people over the phone in particularly, or spelling, you know, email addresses and things like that. So, yep. yeah, it doesn't go away. Well, uh, here's another thing I wish other people knew, uh, listening fatigue. It's a real uh-huh. thing. We've talked about it before in another bo- podcast. When a person has hearing loss at any level, we notice that Hearing takes work, and it takes extra time to process what someone is saying. Sounds are fuzzy, loud noises make your head hurt, and you're just exhausted after a long conversation. Even though you look fine on the outside, you're constantly straining to hear every word and make sense of sounds coming at you from all sides, especially in a crowd. Hearing loss leaves you guessing, filling in the blanks, and trying to follow conversations with half the words missing. All this extra processing leaves your brain worn out. I'm worn out just telling you this. <laughs> and and you wish your friends could understand how tired you sometimes are. Right. And for example, so you're continually having to advocate for yourself by telling people that you have a hearing loss. So they need to repeat what they are saying so that you can understand them. And then when the situation calls for it, I'm not ignoring you or being rude. Chances are I just didn't hear what you said. I'm still a person not taking the time to repeat yourself when I don't understand, answering for me when I didn't ask you to, and in general, making things easy for yourself and not for the person with the hearing loss is hurtful. Yeah, it really is. It's so annoying when I see that going down. I really don't like that. Uh, Listen, so let me just say your support you're a person, you person with who doesn't have hearing loss, your support means a lot. And taking the time to get my attention and facing me when you speak, being patient when I don't understand, and being willing to take the extra time to communicate with me means the world to me. Like, okay, maybe rephrase rather than repeat. If, if I'm just not getting something, try saying it a different way instead of repeating it. Well, there's a good chance it'll be less frustrating for both of us. It's just a thought. It's a good thought. It's a good thought. Mm -hmm. I'm reminded of some of the comments that I get from friends and relatives of the CapTel Caption telephone users that we know. They are so grateful that their friend or relative has gotten the phone because it makes communicating with them so much easier. Not only is the person with hearing loss thrilled to be catching every single word, but those that they're talking to are much less frustrated themselves. So there's really nothing worse than feeling like someone isn't really hearing you. It's, it's really tough. So taking the time to make that extra effort to help your friend with hearing loss understand you can only lead to better things. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Well, okay, that reminds me of something. There's this quote from George Bernard Shaw. You ready? Okay. Quote, the biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. Mm. Mm, That kind of says it all, right? It's really good food for thought. Yes. Well, and that's a perfect note to end on, Bets. 
Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you all for listening to Have You Heard a Listening Project. Continuing on this season on this podcast, we'll continue to explore all things hearing related. Next time, we're going to delve into hearing loss and kids. As we mentioned, hearing loss is not just about senior citizens. So we want to definitely devote some time to discussing the little ones in our lives. We hope that you'll definitely join us then. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out. Thank you to everybody who's joined us today. And again, thank you, Betsy. As always, a pleasure. (laughs) For more information on hearing health resources, be sure to visit us at oeius.org. That's oeius.org. And remember to stay safe and stay connected. Bye. Copyright 2022 by OEI. Guests of the podcast and resources mentioned are for the interest of our audience only. There are no marketing agreements or incentives involved.